0: You're listening to Education Experts with EDX Education. Education is evolving. Join Heather Welch from EDX Education, chatting with teachers, psychologists, parents, authors, creatives, and other talented experts to keep up with the trends and what's happening from around the globe. This podcast series from EDX Education discusses home learning, school readiness, being creatives, changing in education, Discussing what's next, hands-on learning, or as we like to say, learning through play.
1: Welcome everyone, I'm Heather Welch from EDX Education, and today I'll be in conversation with Tessia Brivell, owner of Le Petit Bello, a French-English bilingual creche in London. Tess is also an author and just published a book, Rejuvenated Mums Make Happy Kids. Tessia quickly learned that parenting is the most amazing experience but also can be unbearably tough without the right support. Recognising her own need, Tessia embarked on a journey to support other mothers and enrich the lives of children with the creation of a bilingual crèche that is free from the obligations that make the traditional UK childcare inflexible and inaccessible for most parents. Welcome Tessia, it's wonderful to have you here today.
2: Thank you so much Heather. Thank you for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Well, we love, we're looking forward to hearing all about your book and also the crash. But can I, before we do that, can I ask you to introduce yourself to our listeners and what brought you on this journey of being a parenting expert?
2: So I am a mom of two young uh, children and what happened is when I had my first one, I wanted to Obviously, um, learn as much as possible in regards of you know edu- educating children, raising children. Uh, to obviously do do my best, and I wanted as well to have some time for myself and make sure that my little one can be exposed to other children at a very young age. So what happened is, I started to study a lot in to, to obviously improve in uh, in my role as as a mom and. I was experiencing while I was you know um, learning, I was able to see different results in the way I was you know um raising the children, so I wanted to to know more and more and more. so I decided to study to um, get a qualification uh, because i just I just loved it and I trained as a chimeander, I qualified as a chimeander here in the u k and then I've got my early years um, diploma as well. So for me, it was a revelation because I never planned to um, work in that field um, at all uh, when I was young. And I just fell in love with raising children and make sure that parents can have all their tools you know to obviously be the best versions of themselves for themselves and for their children. So that's a bit the journey I went through and I learned so much the obviously the beautiful parts and the difficult ones. <laughs> <laughs> like all moms but I what I understood is that difficult ones can, I mean, are part of the journey, obviously, to, for you to grow. But if you, do, if you do self-educate yourself and if you reach people that they've been there before or, you know, that they've experienced uh, that before you, you can avoid lots of, you know, pain and, and, and difficulties. So that's what I want to share. And that's why, obviously, I decided to release a book couple of weeks ago to obviously help moms as much as i can tessie
1: i love that. It's to be the best parents of themselves but you know it is tough studying when children are quite young it's very tough um, you know you've got your trials and tribulations that you would have gone through sleepless nights when you have things due and You know, everything I remember, I was studying my children little, everything always went wrong. As soon as I had something due for university or anything, everything always went wrong with the children. They got the chicken pox or, you know, they'd come down with hand, foot and mouth or something like in Botago, something I'd never heard of. And I'd be thinking, I thought cows got that. It's like, no. So, you know, it was, it is really tough studying and, you know, juggling, doing the juggle, like juggling full time and everything. But I love the title of your book, Rejuvenated Mums Make Happy Kids. Because it probably is one of the things that you know none of us think about. We just always try and do think about the kids, but you know if our batteries are empty, we can't really you know give the best to our children. So, can you tell our listeners what what to expect
2: from the book? So basically, rejuvenating moms. And I just want to say something about this title. I didn't know what would be the title of the book. I knew I wanted to write a book, and i i just I just thought, what will be the perfect title for this book, obviously, to make sure that the moms understand that it's all about, obviously, them in terms of their mental state and well-being and that will, you know, make a difference in their own life and their children's life. So I just just went to bed and asked, you know, the universe to give me next day the right title. And that's, that's funny because uh, the next day I didn't have any title at all. <laughs> But at the end of the day, when I was about to go to sleep, suddenly the title came and it was, yes, rejuvenating moms make happy kids. And I was like, wow, I love that title. And then that's that's the little, you know, anecdote, the the little story about the, the title
1: it's an amazing it's simple but it's engaging it's completely it it is it is something that you just don't think about it is what you need to do rejuvenate yourself help yourself
2: to make your kids happy as well Exactly. exactly so this book um explores how mothers can care for themselves and create a space free of guilt resulting obviously in a happier life for the whole family so in this book i i share my own experience and hard wisdom to help all mums find practical solutions in their daily life, to strive, obviously, and set the highest example for their children. So that's really the message behind this, this book. And this has only been released
1: last week or the week before? Was it just last week? Yes, just two weeks ago, on the 17th of November. Oh. Well, congratulations, and I think it's such an amazing, such an amazing thing to write about. And um, I look forward to hearing more about what are the benefits of bilingualism in early childhood, because I know that's something that, with the creche that you are quite passionate about as well. But yeah. before we go on to that, I would like to know what do you believe is the parenting superpower? So for
2: me, I was a confident mom in raising the, my my own children. Because I was self-educating myself, so mm-hmm. for me, that's the parenting superpower is definitely self-education, and it involves obviously first the desire to be the best parent ever, and that's what I had at the time. I was, oh, this little baby so cute. I just don't. <laughs> I just want to do the best. You know, I just want to be the best mom ever. It's so just beautiful. It's just a miracle, and I need to obviously. To do the best I can. So that was the first thing, the desire. And I believed, obviously, that I was able to do a remarkable job as a parent. I believed that I can do that. So once, you know, I was, I had faith in myself and believe in myself, I just moved into action. And naturally, ideas started, you know, to come to my mind. And I just, you know, obviously starting by um by by buying just a, a book, obviously, um, in on parenting, and that was the first one. And then I couldn't, you know, um, have enough. And then I, I just I was just, you know, buying books just to make sure that yes, I'm learning and I can, you know, apply what I learn because that's the most important thing. It's to apply what you learn. Then you can see if there is a change in in your in your results. And you don't really see that at the beginning, obviously, but you know that you are changing things. This you can, you know, obviously notice and witness because your children suddenly can behave appropriately. Uh, they just listen more just because you have these tricks there or just because you're using this technique and you just realize that, oh my God, this is not this isn't unbelievable. Like the more you learn, the more obviously you can improve and raise your standards as you know uh, in terms of you know raising your children so yeah I think it's so important
1: do you find that with your I know that my two children are so different like we have to approach things in a really different way to for both of them so there are sort of tricks that worked with my first one but that don't work with my second one whether he's watched the process come over and over again I don't know but there are certain ways to calm them down if they've got big emotions and, you know, things like that. And there's certain ways that worked with the first one but doesn't actually necessarily work. Did you find that with your own children?
2: It's so strange because they're really different. But mm. in terms of my approach to their education, I have the same one and it works well for both of them. I can't ex- I can't say why because they're still two different <laughs> people. But it's just... I don't know, it's just like, I don't know, some luck or I don't know, but it it just works for both of them. And all the tricks, all the techniques was working for both of them. So I'm sorry, I can't, you know. No, no, it's fantastic to
1: hear. But um, it's just that one of mine has big emotions. The other one never had the big emotions. So it's a very different, they're very different in personality wise. I think one of them takes after my husband and one of them probably takes after me. Um, So, you know, I think that's probably the first one. But listen, in the book, you refer to reset. You need to reset as a parent. So
2: what does that mean to the average parent or caregiver? Um, it's really acknowledging your own needs as, as a mom and to the best of your ability to respond to them. I remember that I knew, I knew deep down that I was not, you know, um, responding to my own needs. I knew that. But I just, I thought there was not, you know, any, any solution for that, that I just, you know, have to deal with it and just, you know, make sure that I take care of the boys first and do whatever I can for them first. And me, well, in a few years, I will probably take care of myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I just realized that it's just because I was unprepared in the fact that I didn't put myself as well as as a priority. Because when you are prepared and you decide, you have a plan on, the way you want, you know, to to harness this role, let's say you become your new mom, you're you're about to become a new mom and you just think this way, Uh, oh, I've heard and I know that it's tough and, you know, the baby can be demanding, but you can still say, well, during the week, I would like at least to have an hour or two hours for myself to do something I love. So let's say you were doing yoga for years. No, I'm not gonna quit on yoga. Uh, okay, after the birth, maybe I need to wait a little bit. But as soon as I have, you know, the, the green light or whatever the, the goal, I want to do that. I want every week to have that hour or two hours, whatever it is, for myself to do what I love. And that's where I, I missed it. I, I didn't do that.
1: It's kind of like the mindfulness techniques, isn't it? It's having that time just to, which you always think you don't have any time to have, but if you don't do it, then you get more tired and you can't focus on what you have. So it's sort of that, I don't know, chicken and egg, I suppose. Is that the way to say it? But listen, you, I know that um, the your bilingual creation, it's, one, it's really important. It's a, I mean, it's really important to you. It's actually really important to children. As I was mentioning before, one of my children has actually grown up Bilingual um, because we've been expats around the world. However, you know, can you explain to listeners what are the benefits of bilingualism in early
2: childhood? Yes. So between the ages of zero to three, the brains of young children are uniquely, you know, suited to learn a second language as the brain is in, you know, its most flexible stage. So bilingually exposed infants excelled in detecting a switch in language as early as six months old. And that's so funny because I remember well, when I was with my first child, he was six months. That's exactly um, the age he was at that time. And I always speak to him in French, right? Every day at home. And mm. I had to have an appointment, so I was just calling, you know, the doctor for an appointment. Um, we were, we were, t- we were about to, we were discussing that, and I switched to English. That if you had see the reaction of my baby, he just stopped what he was doing and stared at me like, oh, what she's, <laughs> what she's talking another language because he never, obviously probably seen me or it was not at that age to be able to just understand that, wow, there is a t- switch there. She's speaking a Northern language. So that's definitely true. At six months, I even myself experienced that uh, with, my, with my child. So as adults, we, we have to consider obviously grammar rules and practice, but obviously young children absorb sounds, structures, intonations, patterns, and the rules of a second language very easily. So up until the age of eight, younger learners benefit from flexible ear and speech, you know, muscles that can detect differences between the sounds of a second language. According to studies, bilingual children are better able to focus and change their response, easily indicating cognitive flexibility. So they are better able to plan, prioritize and make decisions, which are traits that require self-control a very visible trait in the early childhood classroom as well as in life. So as children will get older, they tend, that's what, you know, the study, the studies revealed that they tend to score higher on cognitive tests and possess more effective communication skills. So foreign language learning increases critical thinking skills, creativity as well, and flexibility of mind. So we do have quite a lot of uh, benefits. For bilingual children
1: so have you always spoken you've always spoken from birth to your children in french are they fluent in both languages now yes
2: yes because the, the idea was french at home and english at school so yeah, yeah yes so they're perfectly uh,
1: so with the with your so how do you implement this at, uh, on an everyday basis
2: so in our creches, we have both French and English educators. So French-speaking children can then be introduced to English and English-speaking children to French. So our sessions are mainly run in French. So we are going to sing in French. The structured activities are run in French. Um, however, during, the, the, during these activities, The the team usually says new vocabulary in both languages, which is the best way, obviously, to pass on information and enable children to learn more. Oh,
1: this is amazing. So you do a
2: lot of, you know, because EDX education, we're play-based learning. That's what we
1: love. We love play, learn, and create. So you're doing it all through a really playful, fun environment. You're having it as the language is just there. It's just part of their everyday life. Is that true?
2: Exactly, because they learn through play. So... Even if you don't speak their language, they, w- they, they want to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they want to play with you. So you, you, you speak in French, and obviously at the beginning, they're not quite, don't understand straight away what you're saying. But after a couple of sessions or months with you, they understand. And um, some of them, depending on their, on their level, um they start to respond as well a few words and this is just yeah unbelievable to see because they've just exposed to a couple of hours per week it's not like they are speaking french at home every day no but
1: they can they can say sort of everyday niceties and stuff and they have that language i always remember when we lived as expats my oldest child we were in singapore at the time living and We're at, uh, I think it's called Jacob Bellis. It's like the botanical gardens and there's this water play area. And there were three children playing with each other. There was a little Japanese boy that knew no English. There was a, I think he was Swedish and he didn't have uh, much English either. And then you had my son, who was only English at the time. We'd only ever spoken. We'd moved from Australia, so he'd only ever spoken English. And all of them were having the time of their life, but none of them knew what each other was saying. So Whoa. they wouldn't have had a clue what they were doing, but they were absolutely having the time of life. And I've still got that photo and I remember them, you know, and the mums were having a chat about it at the time, having a bit of a chuckle because, you know, one speaking Japanese, another one's speaking Swedish, and I speaking English. And the, the languages was didn't matter to them. They were just playing. They were just having a great time with each other. So it was one of those really fun um, experiences where language didn't matter. It was just play. Um, so it was just quite nice. But listen, tell us more about the the care p- philosophy and why you founded this early childhood creche.
2: So why I founded it, it just because that's what I wanted, obviously, for myself. And. You, you see in the book we talk about the fact that we need some time for ourselves so this applies obviously for stay-at-home mom and working moms it doesn't matter what what is your current situation but at the time i was a stay-at-home mom and i was you know spending all my time with my child 24 7 and i just wanted to have a little bit of time for myself um to do other things that than taking care of him and i wanted as well for him obviously to to, to gain independence to not always be with me um, and to have new friends and and yeah to learn as well in through play with with other people than, than myself so that's really why I decided to 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 create it to create liberty petit below so the unique um, program we offer lies in the pleasure and spontaneity of studying a new language at a young age so obviously that's Again, because I am French, born in Paris, raised in Paris, and I've learned English later on in life. So I know how tough it is when you start, you know, learning languages later in life. So that's something that I wanted obviously to offer as an opportunity to children in London to be able to learn a language when it's the easiest time for them to learn. Um, So we offer a flexible type of childcare, obviously, that allows parents to take some time out for themselves and their little ones can enjoy two hours of fun, play and learning in a bilingual environment. So we encourage happy, confident children to take an interest in um, their surroundings and interact positively with others. We achieve that through a combination of free play, story time, dancing and structural activities with bilingual sessions in French and English. We, this is new, but we also welcome now specialized teachers um, in ballet, yoga, you know, people, um, different, you know, speciality to just enrich children's experience within our structure. So really it's the, the session that we run, we welcome the children only for a couple of hours. So it's two hours. We try, we will try to get to three, but the idea is to offer a crucial, you know, um, two hours or three hours when we, we will get to that break um, for parents who prefer a short-term you know bilingual nursery solution so not our number one uh, priority is always and will always be the quality of care we give the children that's why we why that's why our capacity is limited and we only want the children to feel self-loved in in their home away from home so yes that's um, that's the philosophy here at Lippetti below, and and why I I decided to.
1: It's to such continue. a great. It is such a great idea to have you know the short term options because you do need that two hours. I mean, were you able to stay open over the last twelve months? Were you able to keep it open and have that short time yeah. during? You know, we have had a has been an interesting year for many. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I know. so
2: we're lucky. We were lucky. Yeah. We're lucky. to to remain open
1: so that's really nice so it's been actually a lovely approach but listen how can how can our listeners hear more about uh le petit and your and where can they get rejuvenated mums make happy kids book because i know that it's just out at the moment
2: yes yes exactly so about le petit it's on our website so www.lepetibello.com um, and they, they will find all the information about our sessions um, here in London. And about Rejuvenating Moms Make Happy Kids, now it's available on Amazon, and through the website ww.tessiabrival.com, so my website, they can, you know, be directed to um, Amazon, so they can have on the website more information about the book, more insights as well, before they want to make, you know, uh, take a decision to to buy the book. So, yes, that's where they can find all the information.
1: Tessia, thank you so much. I'm going to add here that you've got a great blog on your um, Le Petit Bello website below website and it's an amazing blog you've got lots of information for parents to have a look at as well and there's some resources there so I've had a bit of a quick look as well so if anyone's interested to get in touch I know you can do it through there it's an amazing and there's lots of different information for parenting from um, Tessie as a parenting expert and also as an author so I do suggest maybe have a look at the book and um, buy the book from is it Amazon or even from the website it's just released so it's brand new and would she would love to hear from you or get in touch with you if you've got any questions
2: thank you so much for coming on today my pleasure thank you so much for having me heather really appreciate thank you so much
0: there are so many exciting developments happening right now in education edx education would love to hear from you so do get in touch or subscribe to our podcast which is available on apple podbean spotify TuneIn, and so many more this podcast series is brought to you by heather welch from edx education as she'd like to say Let's create lifelong learners.